Hello and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Videoland. I am your host, Seth Fisher, and with me tonight is... Jesse Reyes. Before we get started, there are three things for you to remember. First off, we are critics with attitude, so we are not always for the faint of heart. Second, there will be spoilers going forward, so please proceed with caution. And finally, always remember to join the conversation on our website, adventuresinvideoland.com, or on our Facebook page, at Adventures in Video Land. Uh, thank you, Seth, with those lovely formalities out of the way. We would like to bring you in for episode number 16 of our Odyssey of Violence, a dive into the modern martial arts film. Tonight, we are wrapping up the 2000s and giving you a little little overview of some of the things in the 2000s we might have missed or some things often not shown, like little TVs, a little bit of TV, little cartoons, some of the movies and stars that popped up during that time. Yeah, but we just didn't have time because we can't watch everything. And there's so much, so much out there. I was going to say, you can't just, our Odyssey can't last forever. What if there's a second Odyssey? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Exactly. We're like Homer part two. Exactly. Um, So here we go. We're going to pop into our... 2000 stuff. This is just going to be a jive, guys. Or yeah, like, yeah, it's going to free jazz. Yep, just free flowing. Very we're just, jazz. Yep, we're just going to keep going. Yeah, so um, just just bear with us. We're going to just talk <laughs> about things. Yeah, we're just going to we're gonna rap. <laughs> as the kids would say. Uh so uh we're going to kick it off with some of the cartoons that really focus on some of the martial arts and some things we got to see during the 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um Seth, you got to kick in a lot of those. Yeah. Uh, so if anyone hasn't watched it, they should watch Avatar The Last Airbender. Yes. Because holy shit, it's good. Hot damn. Exactly. And the fact that they, like, why I'm bringing it up, not only because it's, like, a great story, but, like, they used martial arts, like, for the different bending styles. Exactly, yeah. Yes. And, like, you can actually watch the behind the scenes where, like, they have, like, they are watching people do the different, um, the different like martial arts styles and they are animating it right then and there mm-hmm. and adapt it for like oh okay he's shooting you know water out of his hands or whatever that is just oh it's so good yeah. and then <laughs> like and then on top of that too it's just a really really good story yeah it was a fantastic labor of love to watch that kind of um because i didn't watch it when it first came out mm-hmm. i didn't get to see it until later in life mm-hmm. uh, so i didn't see it till maybe i want to say like uh less than a decade ago is when i first saw it okay before it really way after it was really popular so i watched it and Mm. it was just it's just an impressive impressive show regardless and then they do a great job cementing martial arts in each aspect of bending styles it's just beautiful and then on top of that too is there's a lot of like principles of martial arts in these films and like you know they there is a lot of inspiration taken Yes. The, yes. That the, the also encompass the idea yes. of the last Airbender yeah. as well. Don't see the M yeah. Night Shyamalan movie. Don't no, I just watch the cartoon. I wouldn't watch that. And I'll, I'll be honest too that like I'm only like half and half on Legend of Korra. That like I think some of it's good. But Never I watched it. I don't want to sully myself. I get ass. you. I get you. <laughs> no, I understand that. Like again, some of it's good. A lot of it's rough. But that's yeah. fine. Hey, did you ever watch Jackie Chan Adventures? I did. Dude, man, this this show taught me the difference between invincibility and immortality with the <laughs> talismans. Oh, yeah. It yeah. was so much fun. Yes. Jackie Chan's an archaeologist and kind of and lives with, like, right? He's an archaeologist. Kind of, yeah. And he lives with his uncle and he's got his niece and they're like, yeah. 
Yeah, they're fighting against supernatural stuff. Yeah, with, yeah. Uh, and finding the Zodiac coins based yes. on the Chinese calendar. Yep, like little talismans, and they give you like kind of superpowers if yep. you possess them. And like um, Jackie would open and close each episode, right, yeah. with him, but he doesn't do the voice. No. He, yeah, but I was it was Cabbage say. Man from Avatar: The Last Airbender. Well, look at that. That's pretty yeah. cool. That's yeah, that's his. That's he's most known as being Cabbage Man, but he was also the voice of Jackie Chan for Jackie Chan Adventures. Okay, yeah. So I was gonna say that that show, a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Good times. I was and Jackie Chan, it like literally is like yeah, he's like an archaeologist, but at the same time he knows kung fu. So yeah. like yeah, that like he's, Jack, he's uh, armor of God, Jackie Chan, or Operation Condor, yes. Jackie Chan, the archaeologist yes. one. What about uh, what about the two thousand three Ninja Turtles? Did you ever Ooh, watch that? Oh, second series. Yes. yes, so good. I I loved that one as they were a little. It wasn't quite as cartoony. A little more the, layered, a little less Eastman. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a little, little more serious. They were yeah. a little beefier. And yeah. they, that was the, that one really spread out the lore mm-hmm. and everything of Ninja Turtles. It yeah. was, it got really, it got really wild. Well, I think it also like paid a lot more attention to that, like the, the fighting with like, oh, yes. and then also yeah. like, you know, that, that sharp widescreen that would, would happen. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that like, um, definitely not the, like, it's very different than the eighties oh, yeah. version where like they aren't really fighting with their weapons and this, they fight with their weapons oh, yeah. and like it is, they are put in perilous situations while mm-hmm. fighting the shredder and stuff they even like get that. A, they even get a tournament episode uh-huh. down the road with yes. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and you even get the, um, ever popular, one of my favorite characters, Usagi Yojimbo, uh, the anthropomorphic rabbit. People love him. Samurai rabbit. Yeah. People love him. So, uh, I, um, we're going to kick off into like the, uh, the, um, I guess live action rather than the animation. Unless, is there another animated show you wanted to bring up? Um, you good? Samurai Jack. <gasps> oh yeah. And then also like, if we're going to talk about Gendy, yes. That like, oh man. Uh, yes. Samurai Jack, which is a four seasons through the 2000s and they did their fifth Final season one. in 2017. Yeah. And it is a magnum opus of story. It is beautifully shot. Um, it does the principles of martial arts. And it continues that even though Jack may be a fully grown man with great abilities, he still has to learn and create more. And it's it's amazing. It's Take really the time good. To, to sit down to that. Yeah. Um, He's the wandering samurai. Yeah. Just out of time. Yes. Shoved into the future. Mm-hmm. Oh, so. Magical so sword has to fight a demon. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The late great, I'm trying to think of what his name was, who played Aku. He also played, uh, um, he also played Uncle Iroh. Because oh, he was man. the Mako. That was yes, his name. Mako, yeah. Yes, Yes, the, the late, great Mako mm-hmm. was, yes, good and, stuff. Uh, Phil Lamar. Phil Lamar. The like voice Samurai of Jack. Samurai Jack. Yes, good stuff. Good stuff. And then I also, like, while we're on it, like, the, the 2003 uh, Clone Wars. Oh, yeah. Has a very special place in my heart. Where, mm-hmm. like, again, a lot of, it feels... Like Samurai Jack took a lot, like took ideas from that with like yes. the sword play and stuff like yes. that. Yes, uh, uh, with the use of the lightsabers and yes. a lot of sword play yes. and um, very much a mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times with the uh, with that with the Clone Wars and things like that. I got a very Wuja vibe, mm-hmm. a very um, flying swordsman from the old Chinese movies. Very. Uh, 
uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah, I was just going to say, very, very action-heavy. Very, yes. like, just very fantastical, even for Star Wars. Yes, yes yeah. They yeah. really lean into the Force powers in the yes. cartoon, which is great. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, going to kick it over to live action, if you're all right um, with that. Yeah, no, let's yeah. do it. Let's jump in. Uh, Supernatural. Ah, yes. That started at this time. People love that show. Mm. <laughs> it, it did kick through several seasons. And, yes. Um, we... It comes and goes in it, but it does show a lot of um, uh, good basic martial arts judo uh, judo throws, um, mm. especially. Um, they don't really kick much, no. which is not surprising, yeah. but you do get a lot of uh, uh, arm locks, throws, uh, yeah. some good boxing punches. Yeah. It's pretty solid yeah aspect. and i was gonna say that like you're getting to that point too that there's a lot of stuff like on the cw where it's kind of like a an action show where it's like all right we're gonna give you a little fight each episode yes yeah where it's gonna we're gonna give you some sort of as the boys are fighting against some whatever supernatural yeah. entity yeah that they they will throw down a little bit with it mm-hmm. basically yes uh which also here's another thing in that wheelhouse angel started at this ah, point yes. too which uh, again definitely at times, way more action-packed than Buffy, its predecessor. Oh, yeah. Like, there's an entire episode where Angel fights Spike, and it's yeah. like they go through several different styles of fighting as they're uh, going through, uh, I don't know, flashbacks and yeah. stuff like that. They do, yeah. um, Angel did a lot of great stuff with the uh, physicality and martial arts, really pushing in, um, like we'd stated on earlier episodes, uh, really pushing into that, you know, how these were the stepping stones for a lot of them, so that way... You know, you've got your um, arrow and uh, later on Kung Fu, how those could really fly now that that they've been able to already set up the the set of the market for that kind of that when TV our, style action. Wet our palettes. Yes. It's like, I want to watch that every week. I want to watch people fight and people, you know, like uh, some violence with my television. It doesn't need to all exactly. just be drama. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. it also really branched out. This also branched into a lot of more fun stuff for TV with really, they really dove into, a lot of shows dove into the spy genre mm-hmm. um, where you got shows like um, Chuck with uh, Zachary Levi, Zachary Levi, mm-hmm. Yvonne Strahowski, um, and he was in there and he learned, he did a lot of different martial arts um, where they really even showcase like what style he might have used during some of it. Um, you got uh, Burn Notice, uh, which is a great show that was on um, USA. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you, I don't think I don't know if they're still around anymore, but great show. Yeah. Um, and he didn't do a ton of it, but he did use it in various situations. Um, and Alias with Jennifer Garner yeah. did a lot of it too. Mm-hmm. Um, very, uh, they did a lot. It really kind of gave you the uh, Black Widow vibes Ooh. early beforehand. So yeah, you got the spy genre was really big during the two thousands time frame. I think people were afraid to lean too hard. It was like yeah. we still because at, at this point you know like the only successes were like Spider-Man and X-Men. Yes, But exactly. still pretty grounded in reality. Yeah. So I think people were too afraid to get too fantastical with it, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. They didn't mm-hmm. want to push the push too many boundaries, but at the same time, um, they still wanted to give you a little more than what you would uh, normally get to chew on in some shows. Yes. Um, you even got the great shows, uh, uh, Ultimate Fighter, mm-hmm. um, started their uh, live, uh, live show series yeah. where they were... Um, a reality TV style series where they were getting like the next ultimate fighter um, to go into the ring. So they have different seasons where they, you know, show everybody fighting, practicing moves, sparring, training. Yeah. Your classic yeah. reality TV show with that stuff. 
But that's what they were trying to win is to like actually be able to go into the octagon. Yes, and okay. actually fight for the UFC. Oh, you know, okay. really get a yeah. really get their contract. Cool. And then a personal favorite, the Human Weapon, Ooh. which kind of uh, pushed into the show called Fight Science. It was fantastic. Yeah. Where you got different martial artists trying different moves, and they show them across using on dummies. How force is generated. How the stuff. Is... It's so much fun to watch if you loved that kind of stuff. If you mm-hmm. loved kind of like the science behind it or the the why or yeah. how uh, it was really fun. They even got some big names in there, like Boss Rutten, mm-hmm. um, who's a big MMA name, was in there. Um, I think they got uh, I can't remember the uh, they got um, Philip Ree uh, for some Taekwondo stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and this show helped spawn in another one of your favorites. Yeah, too. you know I hate to say it, guilty pleasure, mine, <laughs> uh, Deadliest Warrior, which is a similar yes. idea. It's just like who would win a fight? I. Uh, a Roman centurion or a ninja, where yeah. it's like or a Spartan versus a ninja, where they take two different people uh, from different times and then have them clash against each other. Yeah. And again, they're showing like those different weapons and they have all the dummies and they're showing how violent it could be. Yeah. Like this is what happens when we hit someone with this club. Like, yeah. <laughs> like look what their brain. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like it's so much fun to see that kind of stuff and yes. how it actually affects people. Yeah, and then the best part of that show too at the end. You get the fight against these. You things. get a little like movie simulation, which yes. is always fun. Like that's the fun part of it. Yeah, yeah. they did a great job with that mm-hmm. stuff. I I would recommend if you can catch it on YouTube or wherever. Yeah, go check those out. Those are a fun way to kind of get your ideas uh, down of what actually happens when people do this stuff, mm-hmm. and how much of the movie uh, world uh, kind of throws it off a little. Um, and before we get into the last part, of movies, I want to give a little spot to YouTube and. Yeah online stuff you're right because at this time people were trying their uh like as we said earlier a lot more of it yeah that like they people realizing that like that is an avenue people are on youtube and like as we said that gendy's clone wars started out as a micro series on t like it wasn't on tv or it was on tv but it was also like uh on the internet where you can watch them because they were tiny they were only like three minutes each okay yeah so i think i remember that because that's where i saw the mace windu i saw the mace windu Mm -hmm. one and that was that blew my mind i was like this is so cool yeah Um, i agree you've got a lot of great people out there on youtube showing stuff um a very prominent actor now and who's gaining more popularity scott atkins um does the art of action where Mm -hmm. he goes on and he meets with different um people he's met with like Eco, Tony Jaw, Dolph Lundgren, Michael J. White, and he has like, like they're like thirty minutes to an hour, or hour and a half conversations with him about different movies and their backgrounds and stuff like that. So you get to learn a lot about the stories of the movies they've done and things those characters love and what they're able to do. So it's really good, uh, really fun stuff, interesting stuff on that. So I recommend Art of Action. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is Eric Jacobus. Um, is a self-taught um, kind of learned stuntman and he's got a lot of great shorts and also does he's starting to do like kind of like an art of action type uh, show and so he's doing that as well so uh, take a look at him Eric Jacobus does some really good stuff at this time Mortal Kombat also yes. they they were trying to do like a, a gritty reboot you yes remember? this yeah. was their gritty reboot web series that mm-hmm. had Michael Jai White in it yes um, ends up like Mark Dacascus ends up being in it mm-hmm. down the road. We're like, like it's very grounded in reality. Yeah. Like, yes, uh, like, 
like Raiden isn't like a psych ward. Like he thinks he's the god mm. of thunder, but they don't think he's the god of thunder. It's yeah. good. It's good stuff, man. Like it's a really interesting way to take all of it, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a very interesting run on. Uh, Unfortunately, it went no- combat. Yeah, it went nowhere. It, but yeah, it went two seasons. And um, I I bought both of them. Yeah, <laughs> there it because it's fun. It's really good. And it's an interesting way they throw in Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of kind of like a rebootish type of update. Um, Street Fighter did one mm-hmm. um, called Assassin's Fist, mm-hmm. where um, the guy who was uh, one of the bad guys in um, The Born Identity in the third one, uh, Joey Ansa, he does a fight scene with, uh, uh, what's his nuts, Matt Damon uh-huh. in that film, and he yeah. does a fight scene in the third one with him. Oh. Um, but he did a Street Fighter kind of like reboot mm-hmm. um, where we learn about like Ryu and Ken and their master Gulken um, and um, even Akuma who's in it. Um, and they have this great series and you get Mike Moe, good martial artist, um, Christian Howard, uh, also another great martial artist fighter. Um, it's a fun series. It's like 10 episodes. It's a really good watch too because they do some solid stuff. And all on YouTube. All on YouTube. Yeah, worth your time. And one other that I saw was a fake. I have to add this one in yeah. because it fucking get, there's there's tons of great shows on YouTube, um, and different people that do stories. So watch them, check it out. But um, uh, Adam, Johnny Young Bosch, Adam the Black Power Ranger, yes. Black Ranger, the second second Black, second Black Ranger. Ranger, yes, um, did a movie, and it's out on YouTube, and it is got some fantastic Hong Kong style fight scenes, then. It blows your mind how underutilized he was On Power for Power Rangers, yeah. but how much he tried to add in. Because you can see it in some of the episodes where he tries to add in, but he's got a very um, modern Hong Kong style, and it's great. Honestly, watch it. It's it's a fantastic. It's like an hour and a half. The acting's not amazing, but the fight scenes. There's several of them, and it's so good. Worth your time. So good. Okay. Yes. Okay. But now on to the stuff you all are probably actually wanting to know about some of the movies that were added on. There were tons of martial arts movies still. Um, you've got your favorites, such as Kill Bill, mm-hmm. um, Kung Fu Hustle. Ooh. Everybody loved that. Yes. Stephen Chow really put gave him a little more prominence in, to an international audience. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had been doing a lot of movies before, and he's fun. Um, do you even get the uh, jokey movie Kung Pao Enter the Fist? My wife loves that movie. It's it's funny. Yes, and it's ridiculous. Yes, it's funny because it's especially because it's like a dub of a dub. Yes, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, a lot. Of... And then also been Frankenstein back together with a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Yes, he fights a cow. He does. He does the um... Matrix with the cow. <laughs> yeah. You get uh, the Wu Zhao films have popped up like Crouching Tiger, yes. uh, Hero. Yeah. House of Flying Dragon, or yeah. House, of Flying, House of Flying Daggers, yes. sorry. People um, are barely touching the water with their swords yeah. and flying back up, yeah. Uh, or another fantastical Ninja Assassin, Ooh, yeah. uh, which came out of, out of nowhere and mm-hmm. just it was a fantastic film. Um, and then you get fun stuff also, like the, the bigger stuff, like Ip Man oh, yeah. uh, and uh, Undisputed 2, where mm-hmm. you really get the introduction of Scott Atkins that really put him on the map. Um, and you even get the fun uh, classic Forbidden Kingdom, Jackie Chan and Jet Li's only movie together. Yes, where Jet Li plays the Monkey King, right? Yes. Yes. And Jackie Chan plays the Drunken Master. Yes. And then, yeah. And who's the kid with, that's with them in that movie? I don't care. He's obnoxious. Because it, yes. it was pointless. <laughs> yes, I agree. 
(laughs) (laughs) But you get so many great things out there uh, that came out in the 2000s and really started building up, especially a lot more... um, kind of gave us that wuja flair that people were starting to love um but slowly starts to fall off as later time goes on and we get some more of the grittier uh grounded stuff kind of grounded in reality mm-hmm. yeah yeah and that's it i think i yeah. mean there's so much uh, i mean also don't forget to give a nod to anime where yes. you get great stuff like hajime no ippo where uh you get boxing um even naruto starts to use really good fight scenes and baki i mean there's Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, no, it's fine. I just like Naruto. Just eye roll. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they did some good fight scenes. Yeah, um, no. there, there's some great fight scenes in there. But I mean, it, anime really featured heavily in a lot of the martial arts stuff, and I really think, uh, you know, you get get the opportunity to see some of the hand to hand. Some of them are fantastic. Yes, and some of them are shit. And <laughs> and that's the other thing too is I hope that when you listen to these. It inspires you not only to watch the movies that we're suggesting, but yeah. like also there there's a whole world out there. Like we couldn't fit everything on the Odyssey. No. Like we did the Odyssey to, you know, like uh, really expand sp- your horizon. Yeah, and to spotlight things that you know yeah. that you don't that that everyone like that not everyone's talking about. You know, this is like the the low low A tier, high B tier movies. Yes. Yeah, if that makes any kind of sense. They aren't the S tier films that everyone's like, oh, we'll watch this. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, anything else you have? Uh, oh, yeah, so that's else a good wrap up of the two thousands. Okay, I mean, it gives yes. us a little bit, uh, gives you some options of other things to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, TV, which is nice to digest over some time, this maybe even true. some cartoons. Yes, and um, I, I, it's it's crazy too that like you know martial arts is even like is transcending all genres. You yes. know that it's like you know you can go and watch. Uh, you can watch it in uh, in film. You can see it on the internet. You can see it animated on um, in on, on, yeah, on Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. it's just it's it's kind of wild how it's kind of just transcended everything. Yes, it is. It is truly like taking a taking itself to another level. Yes. as time has gone on. Mm-hmm. All right, dear listeners, that concludes this week's edition of our Odyssey of Violence. Jesse, where can Video Land find you? Uh, you can find me on all the socials at jrwooey. You can also catch me on Saturday, every other Saturday, uh, on M Hobo Inc. on YouTube. Watch me play D and D. Heck yeah, D&D. we kill people. Yeah, D and D's sick. And we joke. <laughs> yes, and you, and you have a good time while doing it. Of course. And I'm Seth. You can find me at Twitter and Instagram at Laird Geek L A I R D G E E K. Check out our website and our Facebook page at adventuresinvideoland.com and Adventures in Video Land on Facebook. Please check out our next episode. This is Seth and Jesse signing off.